Well, we had a great week at Food Truck Party VBS, and it was a joy for me to get to share Bible stories all week, and all of our stories dealt with food. And our story for today that we're going to look at is kind of the follow-up to the story about Jesus feeding the large crowd of people. That all those people in the crowd, they had full bellies, and the next day they went running and chasing after Jesus. And Jesus had a lesson to teach those people who followed him. So we're going to look at John chapter 6, and we're going to look at verses 25 through 35. So John chapter 6, 25 through 35. Let's hear the word of God. It says, when they found Jesus on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir... Give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Let's pray together. Oh Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you that your word is understandable by children and adults. We thank you that you speak to us in ways we can understand, talking to us about food, Food that we love oh so much. Using pictures that we can understand and help us to appreciate you. And so God, please use your word today by the power of your spirit. Help me, oh God, to proclaim your word and give us ears to hear that you would work in us by the power of your word and spirit this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, our story today talks about Jesus and he's talking about two kinds of hunger. A physical kind of hunger in our bellies and a spiritual kind of hunger in our hearts and souls. And he shows us that he satisfies both kinds of hunger. So the first kind I want us to look at is physical hunger. We saw that in our New Testament reading, Jesus fed that large crowd of people that they had gathered in this remote location far away and they were listening to Jesus teach and he was just so interesting that they lost track of time and none of them had brought food and they all got really hungry. And so on that mountainside that day, there were probably some rumbly tummies that you could hear. There were probably some kids there saying, oh, I'm hungry. What are we going to eat? And there were probably some parents that responded in anger because they too were hungry that day. And so Jesus had compassion on the crowd. 
and he miraculously multiplied a small amount of food so it was enough for all of them to eat. You see, God knows that we need food to survive. He's the one who created us with bellies. He knows that we need to eat. And all week long, we talked about food. And all the boys and girls understood what we were talking about because they all eat food too. They know how yummy food can taste and they know how grumpy they can be when they are hungry. And so we talked about how thankful that we could be for our food. And in our Bible stories this week, we saw how God miraculously provides food for his people. We saw how he did it providing manna for the Israelites in the wilderness that he rained down bread day after day for 40 years. See, if God had only dropped off manna from heaven once a month, they wouldn't be able to survive. I can't survive on one meal a month. I don't think you guys can either. They needed food way more often than that, and so God provided for them. We saw something similar in our Old Testament reading about Elijah and the widow. That during the famine, God made sure that the widow and her son never ran out of supplies to make food for themselves and for Elijah. That God knows we need food, and he provides it. And that's why this crowd was following Jesus. They saw that he could provide food like only God could. They knew how hard it was to grow their own food, to cook their own food. And they saw in Jesus somebody who could just miraculously make food for them. And so they followed him knowing this guy can provide for my physical hunger. But Jesus filled their bellies and satisfied that hunger to show them a deeper spiritual hunger. Jesus told them, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life. You see, no matter how good the food is that we eat, we're going to get hungry again. Whether you eat yucky leftovers from five days ago or a fancy meal at a fancy restaurant, you're going to be hungry the next day. And I don't know about you, but I usually get hungry like two to three hours after I eat, if not more soon than that. I like food. And everyone in that crowd had just eaten miraculous food the day before, and they were hungry again. And they chased after Jesus. See, God was using our physical hunger to show how much we need him. That just like we need food and water to survive, we also need God for life. We are completely dependent upon God. Consider how the Israelites were given manna by God. God didn't drop off truckloads of manna to fill up their pantries so they had all of this manna that they could bake and they knew they had a nice full pantry. No, they had to go to bed every night with an empty pantry, trusting that God would provide food just as he had promised. God taught them to depend on and rely on him. The same thing happened with the widow in Zarephath. God didn't give her a dozen jars of oil and big old sacks of flour. He promised that that small amount of oil and flour would never run dry. And so every time she mixed it together, it looked to her eyes like she was using the last of it. And she had to trust that God would make sure it wouldn't run dry. She had to trust and rely on him and his promise. 
And so God uses our need of food to show how much we need him. And Jesus shows us that we should be looking to him for more than just food. More than just food that will keep us alive for another couple days, we need to be seeking something from Jesus that leads to eternal life. And so the crowd was like, I, I would very much like some eternal life. Where do we get that food? And Jesus told them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Now, obviously, Jesus is not food. We cannot eat Jesus. He is a person. But what he tells us to do is to come to him and to believe in him. That that is how we eat. That is how we receive the bread of life. So how do we come to Jesus? What do we believe? The crowd wanted a sign in order to believe in Jesus. Even though he had just fed miraculously this giant crowd, they're like, we need a sign. Well, he gave them a bunch. See, the very first sign that he gave was his very presence. That God didn't just rain down manna, that in Jesus, God himself came down. That Jesus, the Son of God, came and became human and lived among us. His coming to earth was a greater miracle than the manna because God had come to earth to show people what God is like and how they are to live for him. And so he did the great sign of coming to earth. But Jesus wasn't done with great signs. See, a couple years after feeding this large crowd, Jesus gave his own life for us by willingly dying on a cross. Well, why would he do that? Well, the reason is that we all die because of sin. That sin is our rebellion against the good God who created us. And death is the rightful punishment for sin. And so Jesus said, I will die in your place. I will take the punishment that you deserve for your sins. Let the punishment all fall on me and none of it fall on you. And he did that great sign. But Jesus wasn't done with great signs when he died on the cross. For on the third day, Jesus rose again from the dead, showed, showing that he was truly the living God who could not be conquered by death. He showed that he had the power of life in himself and can give us eternal life. He shows that we don't need to be afraid of dying because he can give life to those who die. But to have this life, we need to hunger for it. Not just belly hunger, but heart and soul hunger for it. We need to see that without Jesus, we are just living from one meal to the next, hoping to put off death as long as we can. But that doesn't address our ultimate fear. We need to feel the hunger pains of our sin, knowing how we are guilty of all kinds of wrong thoughts and attitudes and actions, and that our hunger for life can only be satisfied in Jesus. And we come to Him trusting that He alone can satisfy both our physical and our spiritual hunger, for he alone is the bread of life. And so all week at VBS and here this morning, the promise of eternal life is set before you like it's a meal at a table. All you have to ask yourself is, are you hungry? Do you hunger for forgiveness? Do you thirst for eternal life? Because if you do, come to Jesus and be satisfied. This food costs nothing. He paid the cost. It is provided for you. You need only, he says, come 
and believe. Trust that He is the bread of life. And He promises that whoever comes to Him will never hunger and never thirst and have eternal life. And it is our prayer that these boys and girls and all the volunteers and all of you would come and feast on the bread of life and have life in His name. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank You for sending Jesus. We thank You that He satisfies our deepest and most important needs. And I pray that You would help the boys and girls who came to VBS this week to believe in Jesus. That You would help all of us to believe in Jesus. That we would have our spiritual hunger met in Him. I pray, O God, that You would open hearts and that You would open minds, that we would feel that hunger for Jesus and see that He provides. To trust that even if we cannot see Jesus with our eyes, we know that His promise is true and that we can have life in Him. And so strengthen our faith, O God, in Jesus' name. Amen.